right? The parsha starts off that Hashem appeared to Avram Avinu. Then it continues with the story of the Malachim. They came. They came to visit Avram Avinu. The question is that, and this is what all the Rishonim are busy with, is that what happened? Hashem appeared to Avram. It says and then it doesn't say what Hashem did there. It just says the Malachim came. They came to visit Avram Avinu, and that's it. The story stops there. Hashem it says the year of Hashem. It doesn't, doesn't say what. It didn't come in Nevoah. Didn't say Nevoah. Didn't say anything. So we, what happened? So the pasuk, the parshas, the year of Hashem. This was some opinion say that everything here is a very, very, dream. Yes, no? yes, yes, yes. It's that's a the, dream. Right. So that, that's where they're coming from because it says the year of Hashem. Hashem appeared to Avraham Avinu, right? And then it continues, but didn't say what Hashem did. So Rashi says that Hashem just came to him in Vakr because Avram was sick, right? It was the third day of his, uh, after his Bismila, he was very sick. So Hashem appeared to Avram to be in Vakr and, and that's it. That's all Hashem was coming to do. He wasn't coming to say Nevuah or anything like that, just to be Mavakar Chayla. That's how Rashi understands. Um, the says, interesting, the Rishbam says that the story continues with the three Malachim. That, that, that came. So Rishbam learns that how did Hashem appear to Avram Avinu with the three Malachim? That the three Malachim that came, when the Pasuk says, Hashem, it means with the three Malachim. That the three Malachim were an appearance of Hashem to, to Avram Avinu. That was the, not that, not that Hashem came and Malachim came also, rather, rather the three Malachim were how Hashem appeared to Avram Avinu. Interesting, but I want to focus on the uh, Sfarnas shot. The Sfarnas is like this: a bris, a convent, a treaty. What is one crucial thing in order to make a bris is you need two parties, right? In order, if you have two parties, you can make a bris, you can make a treaty. If you don't have two par- parties, you can't. Um, he brings the pasuk in the tzavim, uh, where it says. You, Klal Yisrael, standing in front of Hashem today, in front of Hashem, and then it says, And now you're going to go have a bris, a treaty, a convent, right? But you need both parties to be there. If both parties aren't there, you can't have a treaty. They both have to be present at the time of the treaty. We saw in last week's parasha by the Brisbane Absarim. Okay. Um, it says, there, that was also a bris between Avram and Akadish Baruchu, and it says there, There was this fire and smoky fire that by the Bristol and his arm, right? They cut up the animals in half. And then this fire came and went through the half. And the Ramban explained that fire was the Shekhinah. Because again, it was a brisk between Avram and Hashem. So a fire came down to represent Hashem by that brisk, Ben Absarim. 
Okay. Last week's parasha ended off talking about the bris milah, which is a bris between us and Hashem. So every when Abraham had to do did his bris milah, Hashem had to be there because it's a bris, it's a treaty, you need both parties. Says the Svarna, the year of Hashem to be there present because Abraham just went through the bris. Mila, so Hashem appeared to be the other party, so both parties were there. Avram but he's and Hashem. Right, see, maybe, right, it is a good point, it's after, so maybe, it's a good point. So I was thinking maybe, you know, Avram went through the bris and now they're going to make the treaty. Uh, it's a good point, it's a good question, it's a good question. But he ends off, he says, maybe that's why by every bris Mila, they put a chair there. Right, the Kisei Shalalio. Why? Because that's representing the Shekhinah. Every time a child goes through the bris milah and he has a bris milah done, he's ha- making a bris with Hashem. So Hashem has to be there. Hashem has, there has to be a representation of Hashem at the bris. Because in order to have a treaty, you need both parties there. So you have the child sitting well, in one chair. You could be, yes, yeah, that could be, no, but that is why, but that is why you have that kisei shaliyo there to represent Hashem because it's a person you need. You need party. the other party. Yeah, you need the other party. The other party is Eliyahu. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, very no, possible. No, yeah, but that's what the Sfarna said. So it was very, very nice. So the so the guests come and it says the Avram want to go prepare food. Okay. He came to the tent of Sarah, and what did he tell her? He told her to make uh, some cookies, right? Lushiva say Ugois make some cookies, some pastries to serve them. But it says, Mahari Shloish Seim Kemach Soilas. Kemach Soilas. Now, Kemach is flour, Soilas is also flour. Kemach is more of a coarse flour, it's a lower grade flour. Silas is more of a fine flour. So it's interesting, what's Kemach Silas? It's a contradiction. Yeah, it's a Kemach or a Silas. <coughs> so what is the translation? What is Kemach is uh is more of a harsh, more of a harder flour. It's not not as poor not as fine. Poor people's okay. right. right. And Silas is more pure, finer flour. So it's a better flour, Silas. Which, which people so say bring both. No? So why both? What's Kemach or Silas? Which one? Two different type two different kinds of cookies. Maybe. Why so not? the Gemara Bamatia says they actually had a little argument in the kitchen. <laughs> what he says that Sarah wanted to prepare Kemach yeah. and Avram said no, Silas. That Sarah wanted to prepare the, the Kemach, the not such good flour. Yeah. And Avram said no, prepare the, the best, fine, the, the give best. the best. And the Gemara says like this. This is why he, t- he gives the tongue. Right, he gives the, the tongue. Best we of see, the best. Right, right. One for everybody. A whole cow for everybody. It's not, no, the tongue was one tongue, tongue for from each, each one. Yeah, because yeah. the taste is different uh, than each, each part, part of the, the tongue. So you have to give. Uh, you can't. You don't have anything to be left out. You can't give half of the front. Maybe the other I think Gemara says that he had to. So he had to shach three cows because yeah, each one needed cows. its own tongue. Yeah. So here, so Gemara so says like this. So, so they had this the fight, this little argument in the kitchen where Sarah said, "Kemach Amzal says." Gemara says, "You know what you see from here, okay?" The Gemara says, "You see from here that the lady." Is has tsaras iron for guests, which means she's stingy when it comes to serving guests. She, she wanted the kema. She want to give them. She's the, the one who yeah, give the, the cheap stuff. And I was like, no, oh, give them good stuff. Okay. Now, whoa, 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 yeah. <laughs> how are you gonna say this? You know, what, what does this mean, right? What does this mean? What does this mean? So I thought like this. 
we know Garu was that one of the men, Mamreimer tonight, used to call their wife Bias. House. Well, that's what that means. The, 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 the lady, the woman, they're the house. They take care of the house. And it's more than they take care of the house. It's not just that's their jobs, you know. And the, they get, you have these jobs and they have these The woman has other jobs. The idea is that that's who they are. That's their essence. That's part of their essence. Taking care of the family, taking preparing supper, taking care of the laundry. That's part of who they are. And that goes with the pantry. They know everything that's in the pantry. They know every last food item. They know everything because that's who they are. That's their mahos. That's their essence. Okay. The man's not like that. The man, the house is very. It's much more. It's much more chilled because it's not part of it. Now, if you're, you know, you're, you know, you're work, you work in computers, right? Imagine you're in the middle of working on a hard computer, and someone comes and tells you, "Just do that," right? You tell them, "Get away." I'm, I'm focused now, right? So when it comes, if it's Bill Gates, maybe maybe Bill Gates, but if it's not Bill Gates, <laughs> go home, go home. I'm middle, you know, I'm focused. So that's how it works. By the by, the lady with things in the house, it's like that. Everything is with the calculation. Everything yeah. she has with the husband. And the husband comes and says, so it's much did. harder to give up from yourself, right? Anything that's yourself, it's hard to give up from. If something that's me, it's hard to give up from myself. Something that's not me, it's easier for me to give up from. Okay, so that being the case, for a woman to give up a good steak or the good flour, it's much harder than the man, because that's part of their essence. That's part of who they are. So when it comes to Archim, they have a much bigger challenge, you should say, to be generous than for the man. The man's chilled, yeah, let's just throw, throw another piece of meat into the child. You know, not a big deal. For the woman, it's a little, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's maybe an explanation to the Gemara. So the Pazik says that Avram Avinu came, right? The Malachim came and they told Sarah the good news that, that next year, this time, you can have a child. What's Sarah's reaction? She hears, right? She laughs. She says, after I withered away, after I'm an old lady, I'm going to have fresh skin again. My, my, uh, my, my Ada and my Avram is still is old. So Hashem says, Hashem. Why, why Sarah laughing? Does she doesn't she doesn't uh, she doesn't believe that, uh, that that I could give her a child? Then it's like this: Is anything wondrous from Hashem? Is it beyond Hashem that I can't give Sarah a child? So that's the conversation. Let me ask you a question. Last week's parsha, Hashem came to Avram Avram told Avram you're going to have a child, Yitzchak. Okay, and this is after many many years of not having children, right? They're old. They never had children. They always, always wanted to die for children. Hashem comes and tells Avram, you're going to have a child. Who's probably the first person he told? Sarah. No? <laughs> did he probably go home and tell Sarah, Sarah, did you hear the good news? We're going to have a child. Right? Maybe they never saw it. I don't know. Right? It's strange. And now this week's show, the mouth comes, says you can have a child, and Sarah's laughing. And Hashem's getting upset. What are you laughing about? Shouldn't have Sarah known this? I mean, it sounds like Sarah didn't know about it. Isn't that strange? So you know what Daramban says? Daramban says, two, he gives two answers. He says, the first answer is, he says, the Pasuk in Amos, Amos says, Ki lo yase, Hashem alikim davar, Hashem won't do anything. Ki imgila saidai alavadev hanaviyam. Hashem doesn't do anything in this world without telling it to his Nevi'im, his servants. That's what the Pasuk says. That 
Anything that happens in this world, the, let's call it the tzaddikim, the chassidim, they know. Hashem lets them know. He lets he he lets them in on the secret. So that's success. Avram knew. If Hashem is going to give me and Sarah a child, I'm positive that Hashem is going to let Sarah know. Because that's what the Pastor Kanama says. That Hashem always tells his Nevi'im before he does something. Avram was so positive, he's like, I want to save it, that Sarah should hear it from Hashem. I'm going to wait for Hashem to tell Sarah. So that's what he didn't tell her. And, that, and, and then we like we see in this week's parish, the Malachim came and told Sarah. Avram was right. Ah. So that's why that's the Ramban says. He didn't know. Okay? Because he actually wanted Avram to Hashem to tell him. And his second answer is he says, Hashem told Avram of to do a bris And this was a massive, big, big mitzvah that Avram, him and Mila and his family. Avram got so consumed in the mitzvah and taking care of the bris that he totally forgot to tell Sarah. Forgot what? To tell Sarah. He was so excited about the bris milah. He was so involved in doing the bris milah that he just slipped his mind. And he just didn't have the time to think about telling Sarah. Right? That's, 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 that's the Ramban says. That's which, is, uh, which goes to show, I mean, the, the zrizas, the excitement that Avram had for a mitzvah. <coughs> okay, so that's as far as that goes. I'll start in Now, it says, the Pazak says, Ha'ipolim Hashem Dabar. Is anything wondrous from Hashem? That, that, that's it? That's over here? Or? Yeah. Yeah, over there. Yeah. Ha'ipolim Hashem Dabar. So, the Briskarov asks like this. So first, the Briskarov asks this question that didn't she know, which we, we answered from the Ramban. But he asked another question. Hashem told Avram Avinu that Sarah will have a child. Okay? Now, Sarah doesn't believe it. What, what would be the biggest um, complaint against Sarah? That she's not believing in a, in a nevuah from Hashem. Right? So Hashem's, the, the, the complaint against Sarah should have, should have been, Sarah, are you, are you not a maimon? You know, you didn't believe me? Right? That she is one of the seven... Uh, the the so you didn't believe me? The, the complaint is how you call it. In other, as if that Sarah, like, that, the complaint wasn't that she didn't believe the Nevoah. The complaint was just that she's making a big deal about it. Haipali. Haipali is a wondrous. In other words, the, the Pasuk said, Sarah, why, why are you not Maimon in the Nevoah? The complaint shouldn't be that, is it wondrous for Hashem to do such a thing? Right? And as if Sarah believed it, but she just thinks it's a crazy thing. But yeah, I don't understand. What is the Nebuah? The Nebuah? The Emala. The Emala. No, so last Hashem told Abraham. She believed it, but she saw it away. Abraham didn't tell you. Alright, so the Ramban says, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but she didn't know. Now the Emala... No, 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 no. So now, so now, so we... That was the Ramban said. The Ramban explained she didn't know. Okay. Now going back. Let's take back a step. The Bristorov asks the same question, and he doesn't have the Ramban's answer. So he says that Abraham, so she, Abraham told Sarah, she knew. Okay. If she knew and now she's laughing, yes. there's a much bigger complaint against Sarah. Yeah. You're not believing in a Nevoah. Yeah. So why saying how you play, that you make it, it's a big deal, it's much more. <clears throat> so he says like this, he says that, of course, Sarah didn't doubt. Hashem said, Hashem told Avram you're going to have a child. And Sarah believed she's going to have a child, okay? So why did she laugh? 
She says the laughing wasn't out of disbelief. The laughing was out of amusement. I would call it, the, for lack of a better word, amusement. That's such a amazing thing is going to happen. Sorry. But Tizchak, he learns that. But Tizchak, not that she laughed that it's not going to happen. Rather, she's like, wow, that's, 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 this is going to be really cool. That, that I'm so old and I'm so old and now we're going to have children. Of course she believed, but she was amused and she was like, like wow, this is a wonder, right? You go to the Grand Canyon, you go to Niagara Falls, right? It's a wonder, right? But not that you don't believe it's there, but you're in awe. Wow. So Sarah was in awe that such a thing was going to happen. Now, if you learn like this, so what's the, this answers yeah, this answer, yeah, good. This answers another question. What question does this answer? This answer is that Rashi tells us earlier that they, Avram didn't serve the bread. He didn't serve the bread that Sarah made. Sarah made the bread. Avram didn't serve it. Rashi says, you know why? Because Sarah became the nida, and she was she made the, made the bread tummy. So she didn't want to serve it. Now the question is, the question is, if she became a nida, then why is she laughing? She sees already. She's an old lady. She's an old lady getting her period. Yeah, that's, that's, a, yeah, that's a good question. It's a good question. They discuss that. Yeah, it's a good question. Yes, yes, it's a good question. But tell me right. So this is a good question. Maybe because ah, maybe because chaver, no chaver, or that they they don't eat. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. It's probably like more than the the regular, regular. Correct. But the question is, if Sarah became a came either why she laughing she's an old lady nine years old she sees she gets her period she, what's she laughing for yeah. the answer is she knew she knew she didn't not believe it she did believe it she was just amused at the wonder that it's going to happen but of course she believed it and with this you could also explain the pasuk it says she says she said after I withered okay is past I had okay well the translation is the loose translation is that after I became so old I'm gonna become young again so then the pastor should have said yeah Liana that's how she says I already became young so the Pasuk sounds there, the Pasuk sounds like she already is young again. But not that she will become young. Sarah so knew, but she was just in wonder and awe about this amazingness. Right? Now the question is, like you asked, what's so what's why is Hashem upset at her? Okay? So Hashem's like this. The Gemara Tainas says there's a story with Hananya that once Arab Shabbos, his his daughter actually filled the candles up with vinegar instead of oil and she was she didn't know what she's gonna do how they're gonna light so he said what's the big deal he said Misha Oymar the Shem and Viyidloik who Yoymar the Chaimitz Viyidloik the same Hashem who tells oil to light could tell vinegar to light yeah that's what it says here <laughs> Hanina maybe. Maybe Hanina, Hanina maybe. Maybe Hanina Vendosa. Maybe, maybe Hanina, yeah. He was a... Uh, so he says, what's the big deal? What's the big deal? Hashem tells oil to light. So you see such a level of Amunah that people could be above and beyond any natural things that there's no difference between oil and vinegar. The same Hashem that tells oil to light will tell vinegar to light. And then he's demanding that of his daughter. That why are you, gonna, why are you so upset? What's the big deal? Hashem will make the vinegar light. 
Shakti Priskarov. Sarah should have was we were demand, Hashem was demanding of Sarah. Sarah, you should be on a level that it shouldn't be a big deal. Then yes, I'm the Hashem. I can make a young 20-year-old lady have a baby, and I can make an old 90-year-old lady have a baby. There's no difference to me. Why are you in awe? If I said it's going to happen, it's going to happen. It's not a big wonder. I'm Hashem and I can do the same thing. I can make a young person have a child. The old person have a child. makes no difference. So that was the, the tefillah. The complaint against Sarah is that she she was amused by this nest that's going to happen. It should have been all, all regular for her. Hashem said it's going to happen. Okay? And to bring out this, to bring this point home stronger, they're in ban. At the end of Parshish Bay, he says like this, okay? She'ein adam chelak b'tayras Moshe Rabbeinu. A person can't have a portion in Moshe's Tyra, okay? Achenamin, until he believes, she'kal divareinu mekreinu, that everything that happens to us, kulam nisim. Everything is a nest. There's no difference. Eimbem teva There's no difference between nature, natural things happening, or miracles happening. Everything is Hashem's rotten. Everything is what Hashem wants. There's no difference. And this was being demanded of Sarah. That Sarah, why are you laughing? There is no difference of a young lady having a child or an old lady having a child. So that was that, that's how they explained what the conversation here not. That Sarah didn't believe it, rather Sarah was amused. And the complaint against her was that she should have believed and had trust in Hashem that Hashem could make anything happen. Good? Okay. <clears throat> Let's go a little further in the parasha. So the parasha said like this. So one of the malachim we know came to destroy Sedaim. So Hashem says, Hashem Amar, Am I going to hide from Abram what I'm about to do? I'm about to destroy Sedaim, and I, I can't, I can't, I have to, I have to let Abram know about it. I, mean, I have to tell him about it. Why? So here, let's listen. Here, the passage says. See? I know that he's going to command his children and his family to keep my mitzvahs. So therefore Hashem wants to tell Avram about Sadaim. The problem is like this. Let's look at this word again. Kiadativ means I know him. It doesn't mean because I know. Kiyadea would be because I know. Kiyadativ means because I know him. But then it doesn't read. Because I know him that he's gonna leman ashiritzavas banav. It doesn't flow. It says because I know him that he's gonna. I don't know him that he's gonna tell his children. It doesn't read properly. It should have said because I know he will tell his children. Not that I know him. Okay? So Rashi has one explanation. But we're going to learn, look, focus on the on their Ramban. The Ramban says, now, this Ramban became a big game changer to me this week. And uh, a little contrary to what a lot of people think about the following uh, following thing. Okay? Let's look at the Ramban together. The right, the right explanation in my eyes. Hashem saying, I know him. What does this mean? Yirmaz, 
Ki adis Hashem, Hashem's no knowledge or awareness of knowing. She right? This that Hashem knows what's going down in this low world, in our world. He is to watch the general things. We'll explain this. What this means. We'll get back to it. The people in this world are under the controls of what happened until there's going to come a time that they're going to be accounted for for what they did in this world. I'm going to come back to everything. Don't worry, if it's not clear now. Avol, this is what's very important. Bechasidov, the chasidim of Hashem. Okay, chasidim. It's important. Yosemelov liboy ladas oisoy beprat. Hashem puts his heart to it to know them beprat individually what's going on with their life. Hashem is constantly, constantly connected with the Chassid and watching after him. There's a constant remembering in Yedia about a Chassid. What we know is as Hashkacha Pratis. Right? We've heard that word thrown around a couple of times. Hashkacha Pratis. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Everyone, Hashkacha Pratis. You know who has Hashkacha Pratis? Who? The Hasidim. The Tzadikim, Hasidim. Their Zaychet Hashkacha Pratis. Everyone else is Hashkacha Kalas, a more general Hashkacha. Before we say that Jewish, the Goyim have Pratis. That the Goyim have Kalas and we have Pratis. Yeah, yeah. Right. Everybody. With what we spoke a different time. So this Rambam is the contradiction. Yes, 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 yes. So oh, very good, very good. So that's so that. So, so now, okay. So you know, so many times you hear people saying stories. Oh, I had a Shkacha Pratis story happened to me, right? The Ramban is telling us that Ashkacha Pratis is specifically for the Hasidim, Sadiqim. That's who has Ashkacha Pratis. However, everyone else has Ashkacha Klawis. Okay, now, now, before we explain, this is a bomb. This is a bomb. This is a bomb, yes. This is a bomb. That's what I told you. Now, now. This is a what? This is a bomb. He said this is a very. It doesn't sit well, right? I think that. It's good, don't worry, we'll get better, we'll get better. Yeah, okay. I have a question, right? Hashem knows everything that goes on. There's nothing that happens in this world that Hashem doesn't know about. Zero. That we, that there's nothing that happens in this world that Hashem doesn't know about. If that's the case, what's the difference between Hashkacha Pratis and Hashkacha Kalas? The Rambam just says that when it comes to the Hasidim, Hashem knows what's going on. And by not the Hasidim, Hashem doesn't know. Hashem doesn't know that uh, you know that I wasn't feeling well yesterday because I'm not a chassid. That can't be. Hashem knows everything. There's nothing that Hashem doesn't know. So we have to redefine what this hashkacha pratis means versus hashkacha Kalas. It's not like we're explaining that hashkacha pratis means he knows what's going on with the individual, and hashkacha Kalas Hashem doesn't know. It can't be. But Ashkacha, he's not. No. Ramban is saying no. He says he knows what's going on. That's why he says Kiyadat. It means I know what's going on with Avram. And with the Russia, Hashem doesn't know what's going on? He does know. So what's the difference? So what's the difference? If Hashem knows, so what's the difference between the Chassid and not the Chassid? Hashem knows anyways. Yeah. Okay. still recording? Yeah. Okay. So, we'll start with the uh, mushroom. Okay? It's not a perfect mushroom, but it brings the point home. home again. You have a good mechanic. I said a good car mechanic, right? A very good car mechanic. 
he knows every screw, every spring in the car, the, and he knows what's going on with the car, everything. There's nothing that he doesn't know about. However, what's his primary focus? The engine, okay? The engine is, let's call the main part of the car, right? No engine, no car. Yeah engine, yeah car. Everything else is working with the engine. Okay? Either it's a by it, it, it works off the engine, it helps the engine run, the battery helps the engine run, the tires are spinning because of the engine. But what does he know? What is his prim primary focus? What is his biggest focus on? The engine. But not that he doesn't know what's going on with the wheels, what's going on with the transmission, what's going on with the battery. He knows everything. But his primary focus is the engine. Okay? So, thousands of years ago, Hashem created a world. And He created a world that people will be on this world and do what Hashem wants, do what He wanted them for them to do. To do mitzvahs, to do right, the right things, come closer to Hashem, etc. And it didn't work, go that way. And if we see rage, we see three operations, you know? Dar Mabel, Dar Flogel. It just wasn't happening. People were not were not doing what Hashem wants and they just weren't they were living their life not becoming close to Hashem at all. So what happened was there's a little game change. Basically, to what's come down to Avram Avinu, Hashem realized, you know what, how it's gonna be is like this. There's gonna be Avram Avinu. He is going to be a person, and he's going to have children, and eventually a cholesterol, that they're going to be the ones, they're going to be the engine of the world. They're going to be the ones that are going to always be working and coming close to me and doing what I want. Everyone else around them are just props and scenery for them to live in a world and do do what Hashem needs and do what Hashem wants for them of this in this world. So everyone else is just here so that Klal Yisrael could be doing Ratzon Hashem. So they're like the screws and the springs in the car. They need to be here. We need them because if it would just be us, the world would fall apart. We can't run the world by ourselves, and they need to be around. And they give us challenges, etc. They're part of this big job that we have to do Hashem's will in this world. But they're just the springs and the, and the screws. So that's what it means, Ashkacha Kalalis. That of course Hashem knows what's going on with them, but there's not individual attention. Because they're just here for us. So now, let's give an example, okay? Um, a, a guy may build, a, a non-Jew may build this massive building in the, in the uh, you know, whatever, you know, in downtown Miami. You know why? Because one day there's going to be this tzaddik who's in that area, it's going to be pouring. He's going to need a place to hide from the rain, to get in from the rain. He's going to go into that building. And that was the entire purpose of that building. Because everything that the Gaim are doing is so for our Hashem, for us to serve Hashem. So of course Hashem knows what's going on with them, but it's all for us. So everything that everything that happens to them is all in relationship in relationship to us. How is that gonna affect our serving Hashem or not serving Hashem? That's what you, a lot of times you hear someone say. There is a, a you know a hurricane or a tsunami, right? 
it's for us to take a message because everything that goes on in the world has to do with us. Okay? Now, but, the truth be told, that you have people, that even within class, yeah. that fall away. And they're not working. They're not right. They're not working coming close to Hashem. They're not doing. They just live their life, a regular person, not trying to come closer. So you know what happens to them? They become part of that scenery. They become part of that Ashkafat Klal. When he said Tzadi, yes. How many Tzadikim? He's talking about when Nonim Tzadik. What kind of Tzadik? Because if it's Tzadik, how many Tzadik? Right. So the Ramban does say Chassid, and you're right. He sounds very strong about it that it's only the chassid it's very it's very it's, but there is a sforna in Parshish Hazria that sounds more you know easier like the same idea but then basically the only one that many Rashaim go with it no? Right. well I think it's not it's, any, it's like this the, the, you could call it you could make a percent the tzaddik 100% yeah. the rasha 100% the more a person is trying to come close to Hashem you know what it's like here's a perfect example right and you have a lot of times a story where someone say you know he was not from and then he got into a tremendous accident and he had a big nest a big miracle and uh, and then it was a mom it was a nest and he became from that's how Shkaha brought this to bring him close to Hashem. That is, so you do have that, and everyone has that. But that's the point of Ashkaha Pratis. It's not that, of course Hashem knows what's going on with everyone, and and things may happen to them that they think that, oh wow, this is it, how, why this happened to me, right? Now, either it happened to them because Hashem wants them to come close to Him, or it happened to them for a tzaddik, not for themselves. You know, that's what they think, they think it's for themselves, but it's not, if a person's not working on coming close to Hashem, then the reason why something's happening is not because Hashem is trying to give him a good thing. It's for the tzaddik, for, for some reason, somehow, the tzaddik is going to gain out of this. So that's the difference between Ashkacha Pratis and Ashkacha Kalas. Of course, Hashem knows what's going on with everyone, and everyone, know, and He knows there's nothing Hashem doesn't know about. But the, the Tzadik, the Chassid, is the engine the, of the world, and Hashem is making sure everything works for that engine. Whereas the Russia will go the opposite extreme. The Russia is just part of the scenery of the world. So that's what it says here. Hashem says, Kiyadativ. I know Avram. I know about Ashkacha Pratis. Now. That's the thought. The question is, what is, why is that a reason that Hashem should be telling Avram what's going to happen to Sodom? What's the connection? Hashem is talking about here. I'm going to, I want to tell Avram what I'm going to do to Sodom. Why? What does it do with Avram? And what does it do to Hashkachafratis? The answer is because everything that happens in the world has very much is very much connected to the tzaddik. To serve the tzaddik for him to learn lessons from to. Schar, Einish, everything that goes on in the world is for the Tzadik. So Hashem says, I have to tell Abraham what I'm going to do to Sadaim. Right? I have to tell him because it has not very much what to do with him. Right? And with this, we could also explain what the Pasuk we brought earlier, right? We said it says in the Pasuk in Amos that Hashem doesn't do anything, right? When we spoke about Sarah. Hashem doesn't do anything without telling his Tzadikim about it. Because everything that goes on in this world that Hashem does is connected to the Tzadik. So he has to know about it.
There's a story, Ramesh Feinstein, that there was a someone that was tremendous in Russia, who was very, very sick. He had a very bad illness in his mouth, I think it was. Very bad. Terrible. Um, and he, he, was, he was nearing the end of his life. He was like on his deathbed. He called him Moshe Feinstein to come, uh, wanted to speak to him. So Moshe came, he was talking to him, he said, What's, what's the. Uh, what's going on? So I want to tell you, I had a dream last night. What happened? He says, Yesterday, I was learning Parshvayira. In Parshvayira, after Stoim is destroyed, Light's children, Light and his two daughters, they escape. And they're in a cave. And Light's daughters thought that they were the only ones left on this world. So they got Light, Light drunk, and they, they got themselves pregnant from Light. Because they wanted the world to continue. And when I was reading the Parsha, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't giving them the proper respect. I was a little laughing at they, you know, they did this. Then not only that, they went and they called their children Mayav, Ismayavi, Amin, names that not only were they embarrassed what they did, they uh, gave them names that that named their children after this terrible thing that they did that they lived with their father. And I was laughing. That night, the next, this was, you know, he had this dream, I don't know when he had this dream. Anyway, after he had that dream, I think it was, I can't remember, I don't remember correctly, he got sick. He got sick. He didn't have the dream. After he made, said that, said that, made fun of them, he got sick. And they came to him in a dream. Lloyd's daughters came to him in a dream. And they told him, you're laughing at us. You know what happened? We were the only ones left in the world. We thought that. And we wanted the world to go on. So we thought this is what we had to do. Now, we were concerned that we'll get pregnant and we'll have children. And everyone will think that we, who was the father? No one will ever dream that their father was like because he was our father. So they'll think that the father was, uh, was God or something. So that's why we named our children Amun and Maya. So for generations and generations to come, people oh yeah, Yashka, this is what this is what they said. People will never think that that's a, that that it came from our father, and this is what we had to do at that point. So don't just you read, you know you read Chumash and you laugh it away like that. You make fun of us. Be careful. And then this guy got sick. And, and the story goes, and Moshe, after he told Moshe's story, he turned over and he died. The story is brought in English Moshe. The story. And he died again. This guy died. So, but the, yeah, but there's, there's, not, there's, there's more. Huh? But it's a midrash, I don't know. That Hashem uh, was happy with the one that put less embarrassed name than the yes. other one. So why? I guess, I guess, I guess that even, I guess even so, you could still could have may avi, may is may avi. Because Amon is better than Moab. Right. So I guess even though they they, they had a good intention. Look, this is what we were discussing today in the Bishmanish. If, so, if a girl's stuck and she thinks she's the only one left in the world, if, you know, if the world appears an atom bomb, there's two people left in the world. Yes. A girl and her father. Yes. She can't be with her father. Yeah. No one's saying that they did the right thing, yeah. but it was the respect you have to give them. 
And as far as the names, you could say they could have figured out a, a, you know, a nicer name or something different, whatever. But uh, I heard I heard the story that uh, that uh, she named it De- De- Moab. 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 So uh, why? Because she didn't want. She embarrassed herself in her generation, all generations. Why? Because they were, like you said, they they were gonna say it's an immaculate conception, right. Yosh, yeah. like Yosh, yeah, 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 right. So she embarrassed herself in her generation and all generations. So Hashem said, because you embarrassed yourself to prevent a false Mashiach, I'm gonna cause the real Mashiach to come, come from out. you. Oh, that's very nice. That's a dog. Ruth, dog Ruth. Come from Noah. Very nice. That's good. That's very nice. That's the way I heard. That's very nice. Point is in, but yeah, that's what the Mashiach says. But it, it, it gives us a little like when you know we're learning Chumash, be careful. You know, talking about people, this is a world you didn't know about, and it's uh, but uh, very 